This is a headgum podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tato flew around my room before you came. Excuse the mess I made. It usually doesn't rain. In Southern California, much like Arizona, my eyes don't shed tears, but boy, they pour when I'm thinking about you. Oh, no, no, no. I've been thinking about you. You know, no, no. I've been thinking about you. Do you think about me still? Do you? Do you? Wow. <laughs> Thinking about you by Frank Ocean. Got a little jazzy there. I did get a little jazzy. The little. year is 2013. The things that are making the news. Ooh, what's making the news? I think you should know the royal baby, I believe, is born. Thank God. I think Emily Ratajkowski, we see her for the first time in the Blurred Lines video. Okay, thanks Obama. On February 3rd, 2013, Beyonce Knowles became the first woman to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, oh wow. Mm-hmm. And then she became... Oh, down, I forgot. Also in 2013, she became the first person to write, record, and filmed a corresponding music video for 17 songs. That was that was my freshman year of... Co- that part was in my freshman year of college, which I do remember mm-hmm. because my roommate was a music major. And she said, you guys should stay up tonight. And we said, why? And she said, just trust me, I heard something. Because this is going to come out. And then it dropped. And one roommate fell asleep. And then I stayed awake. And then I watched All of Lemonade that night. And it was awesome. 2013, also the year Jennifer Lawrence won her Oscar. Yes. And uh, Jack Nicholson was a little handsy with her backstage. And I believe like, that is correct. That was so cool. And I also think that Pre-2. 2013 is the year Breaking Bad ends. Yes, that ended when I was in high school. I was still in high school because I, d- I didn't watch it. I remember not watching it. And the voice of the person that we've been hearing... In 2013. That's true. Was living in Uh Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. And I'm joined today on Senior Superlatives with me, your gorgeous host, Greta Teitelman. I'm joined today by my graduating class of 2013 queen, Io Debris. Hello, Greta. How's it going? You know, it's going okay. I'm so happy to have you on my show today. I love, um, love you. (laughs) Hey, okay. And also love chatting with people that are iconically younger than Say me. Say it. Well, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And it feels good. And it, and it also feels good for me because I go, well, I'm a little infant. I'm a little child. I'm a little worm. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not that much older, but I'm older enough that when you were wa- when you were listening to Lemonade, when yeah. you were watching Lemonade, this this it's, you'll, it's this like, is a fun fact you'll like. Uh-huh. Thanks. When you were watching Lemonade. <laughs> yes. You know who I watched Lemonade with for the first time? Tell me who. Anna Fabriga. Wow. In the back of Over the Eight. See, it's the, it, but it is, it does make a big difference. <laughs> but it does make a big difference. Like I said, it makes a difference. You're in different places. We're in different places. But and it was That's with cool. Anna Fabriga, Mo Fry Pasek, and I think, 
I want to say River was there. I don't know. Someone That's else was there. <laughs> and we were, and, over the yeah, eight. and Anna oh. like projected lemonade at Over the Eight. We all just got to like eat weird vegan. Remember, mm. they, did you ever go there? I went about twice. Yeah. Isn't well, that crazy? I mean, look. It, this was a bar in Williamsburg that we all used to do comedy at and they would serve a vegan hot dog and all that it was was a roasted carrot in a bun anyway. Um, wow, okay. But we're not there. No. We're in Boston. It's true. And we are with you. Yes. And you were in high school. Yes. And gosh, I just think, you know, I just kind of... Oh, and for everyone that was wondering why was I seeing Frank Ocean? Well, because... Mm. That was your favorite song. It was. I had a hard time picking what my favorite song was because I listened to a bunch of different stuff. You had impeccable music tastes in it's high school. It's very kind. It's very kind. Like you were listening to Metronomy. You were listening to Tori Moi. Yes. You were listening to yeah. uh, just like I was Muse. On, I, I, well, I loved Muse. I was the first band that I saw live in concert that was a secular band. Um, and I had to lie to my mom and say I was studying with a friend and I bought tickets because at the time I um, I think I, I had a debit card that I shared with my parents. Mm-hmm. So I got, I, I worked at a Korean laundromat. This is a lot of story in one anecdote. I worked at a Korean. Wait, I need, I need a time frame. I need an age. Are we in high school? This is high school. This is senior year. Okay. Well, this we're, is, and we're, this is the year. Don't worry. I'm in the because year. Because this is, you know, my first question is usually like, who were you? What was your culture? Well, I'll what tell was you. Going on? And well, I'll tell, tell you. Me. So this is senior year. I go Pentecostal Christian and um, we, my family wasn't like as intense, but there, we just didn't really do like, you know, secular Tings. I saw like gospel concerts, stuff like that. Any of my Donnie McClurkin heads in the house? I saw Homeboy live. Um, but my friend Jamin, uh, he was uh, eighteen, and so he had a you know he had a debit card, and also he didn't like share a debit card with his parents. Mm-hmm. And so I worked at a Korean laundromat, and I got paid under the table in cash. I will not name the laundromat. We're not doing Park Sajung Nim. We're not doing Mr. Park Dirty like that. Mm-mm. But he paid me under the table. And I got paid in cash and then I would deposit it. And so I saved a little cash. And then in the morning when the Muse tickets went live, we went to the library computers and my friend Jamin, we bought tickets. We saw Muse at the TD Garden when it was still the TD Garden. Now I think it's like, I think it's, it's like something else. Yeah. But it was the TD Garden. And I, me acting like I know what it would be in Boston. I have like no another, idea. It's like maybe like the Bank of American Pavilion or something. Something now. like that. But we got tickets and I saw a Muse live there. So I liked them. I also like, I was like a, t- a Tumblr kid. Like I was blogging. So I liked finding things that I felt yeah, like. Yeah, what were we doing? What were we, what were we doing? Well, we were, what were curating. We wearing? We were curating an aesthetic online that I could not attain in my real life because we were poor and Christian and I only had like two pairs of pants because we were mostly, I was like supposed to only wear skirts and then my mom kind of let me start wearing pants like my junior, senior year to school. But wow. I would still wear skirts like 
to church and outside of outside of school and like long dresses and stuff. Everything had to be like below the knee. Um, but I started wearing jeans. So I only had like a few pairs of jeans and I didn't really have cool clothes. I was so busted looking. Um, no, you weren't. I was so busted you looking. You were so cute. I was like adorable, but I can also just tell like I was so uncomfortable in my body. I was like straightening my hair every day. Like I just did not want to like be in this body like I felt so I was like what am I doing here let me just do my little improv and my little acapella and get on out of here but I was so I was so burnt out my senior year I was like you were a hard worker I was really yeah I was like I went to this school where like we took Latin for six years like you start in Salve Magistra okay Salvete Discipulia Discipuli okay (laughs) Salve Greta okay um yeah, I was like, I was so, I was so burnt out. I was so ready to like go to go. Now at your high school, was it like, did you have clicks? Was there like a cool kid click? Was there a goth click? There like, were what was defini- the vibe? There were definitely like groups, but it was like a school that was kind of like an academically geared school. So like. I mean, like, you could play on the football team and, like, be cool, but also there were enough people who were like, our football team is bad. Right. Why are you playing football? Also, you can't read. That's not good. Right, <laughs> like, right. You should be better at school. You are not getting an academic scholarship anywhere. <laughs> you, you, you are here because you are weak. Did you play sports in high school at all? I got scouted for the basketball team and for the track team because I was pretty tall and I had like very long limbs. You are tall now that I think of it. I'm taller than people realize. You're like five six? I'm like five six, five seven. Yeah. But like I had really long limbs. Mm. And I was like We love a long arm. I was I, the arms were long and I got scouted and then I auditioned oh my god auditioned. Tried tried out, out. And here we go. I tried out for the basketball team and then I left in the end of auditions. Tryouts. Tryouts. <laughs> At the end of the audition, you left. And I bowed out. And you left your headshot and I they never le- called. I left it because I was like, there's no way. And then the JV coach came to my math class the next day and was like, why did you leave tryouts? And I was like, I just wasn't really feeling it. Like, I wasn't good. And he was like, you made the team. He was like, you're good at basketball. You just need to, like, practice. That's why there's practice. And I was like, can we just... Uh, I were, don't you, were you a person in high school that was like... Because I find this with some of my really my friends that were very intense, mm. like academically in mm-hmm. high school. Were you the kind of person where school came naturally to you? So then everything after that was kind of like, oh, if I need to practice at this, maybe I just shouldn't do it. Or were you like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Low key, low key. That pro- I didn't even I never thought about that. Well, yeah, that's true. I should probably write that down for therapy or something. You know, um, we have breakthroughs here on this pod. Okay, podcast all about breakthroughs. Well, it's it, it's. I mean, I deal with that a lot. Oh yeah, where I'm just like, I am sickly addicted to like praise I never got when I was in high school. Well, so now it's like, okay, well if no one's telling me I'm good at it, I guess I suck at it. So I'm yeah. gonna stop. <laughs> I think. It, well, my school was so like. I feel like I was like a good student and I tried to be engaged and I liked school. Like I actually really liked 
learning but the things okay, that bookworm me out, i love like i loved history like i still like listen like if i had like a history podcast yeah. like a weird like ken burns documentary or something love. like oh what like i like learning and but the things that i didn't like were testing were college i was really stressed out by college because both my parents are immigrants and like my school was very like Every year, 10% of our graduating class gets into Harvard. And totally. like, I went to a very similar school. Yes. And I got into NYU and it was like, honey, I got into the University of Arizona. <laughs> but like I got into NYU and it yeah. was like, oh, oh, I get it. Really? Yeah. yeah and like, you know, like NYU was like deemed a safety school. It was deemed a safety school, but also famously my guidance counselor. And I'm really close to saying her name and doxing her ass. <laughs> I've, I've got decorum. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm, seems like a reach for you. And when I got in a girl in my class who is now, yeah, she's got quite a Twitter following. She does. She does her little tweets. Um, she. I remember yelled at me in class and was like, you only got in because of affirmative action because she didn't get to NYU. Wow. Well, we need to save all of this for school guidance oh, counselor section. Oh, that's guidance counselor. Wow, that's Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it, but but I, I liked, those were the things that stressed me out. But I liked, and like social stuff. Like, I feel like I always kind of, I was like, I didn't really date anybody in high school. Were you a part, did you party? Towards the end, I did. Yeah. Towards the end, I did. But I felt okay doing it because I felt like my grades were decent. Right. So you weren't going to completely like fuck your life. Yeah. I think like I graduated like a 3.5 or something or 3.6 or something. Good for you. 3.6 maybe. So I have to know. And, you know, if you listened to my old podcast, The Worst, I was also on and had one of my favorite episodes where we talked a lot about you growing up Pentecostal. (laughs) Yes. So you did not wear like, you know, secular deemed clothes, let's say, until you were a junior in high school. Yeah, I think so. And was that something that was were you at a uniform school? Was that something that was like noticeable? Did people think that you were like strange? Because It's so interesting to me now because like now also I feel like stuff like long skirts are like back in totally. style. But I felt like I had just missed the era of like when that was still kind of cool. Right. And like I would like watch like Moesha episodes and be mm-hmm. like, why God, why? It was like low. <laughs> but there were always this those long skirts they that were Brandy low. would wear were it, it was a lot of hip. It was a lot of hip. But yeah. I think I would have been able to work with the trend. You 100%. Know? But it, it was a, I was a child of, of the era postal. Mm-hmm. Era. I was a child of the Hollister children. Yes. I was a child of of that era. You were kind of post Abercrombie era, yes. which was the introduction of Aeropostal, Hollister. Hollister. I kind of feel like American Eagle always simmers on the low for yeah. a lot of generations. Yeah. But I was, I, oh, I had absolutely an AE hoodie with the monkey on it. Yep. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you better believe I did. And yeah, I am. Um, so I felt like it was kind of noticeable when I wore stuff like that. So I kind of like there was another girl at my church who went to school and she wore jeans. And my mom was like, you know, there would be things where it's like gym class. I would wear sweatpants and right. stuff. And my mom was like, listen, you're a kid. Like it, what matters is your heart. Like if you want to wear pants to school, it's fine. But it's like, you know, you know, it's jeans. Right. Like it's, it's like jean skirts and stuff otherwise and like longer dresses and stuff and um 
that yeah kind of like started that away but and no one was a shithead to you about it people didn't make fun of me for anything really but I think it was more my own anxieties about it and feeling like I looked very different and like feeling like also people would be like so what you're like Christian right and Boston is like you know it's like there's like an Irish Catholic bedrock or whatever but it's not like a really like religious town town I don't think that much no yeah and like being Pentecostal I think just was like so intense yeah emotionally that it was like all this stuff that now when I think about like where I am with like religion and spirituality it's like that's small stuff like that's not actually the stuff that matters but it was like it just was like these bigger signifiers to this thing that I think was like giving me a lot of stress right as a child because it felt so Big, Big, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I I was... I was trying to put together my little outfits. I was trying to be cute. And, and you did. I was trying. So then when we, when you finally were like, okay, I'm wearing jeans, like yeah. what was the look? Um, what was I your got go-to from- look where you were like, I feel fucking amazing in this? Ooh, okay. I know what it was in, in like... Eighth grade and ninth grade, big vest girl. Love. Oh, I know. I remember exactly what it is. H&M had these like little cardigans. Mm-hmm. And you could get like like two or three for like $15 or something like that. And I would get them in like red and like a like. Green. Yeah, every color of the rainbow. Every color of the rainbow. I basically had a cardigan for every color of the rainbow and like patterns. Love. Like, back on my patterns. But they would be like these like thin little cardigans. And I would like wear them with some sort of like graphic tee mm-hmm. underneath, but not like not like a face or anything, just like a you know, like a abstract design graphic tee or like your forever twenty one like flowers on a t shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. we're reinventing. And then I would wear that with like skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. And I was like a Vans girl. I liked my Vans. Love. I re- I I liked like a lot of like um like pop punk and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like because I felt like um it reminded me of like, like Christian rock. I felt like I could like listen to the music and yeah, like, like Paramore. Reject. Were we listening loved to Paramore? Paramore. Loved Paramore. Had yeah. that first CD. I remember listening to it like um, during Christmas or something. And, like, so good. And like sw- swapping it out for a Thai tribute CD. This this is I don't know if any of my gospel heads are listening. <laughs> but Thai tribute was this um, gospel artist who he had like a lot of like rock but he was like he was black also mm-hmm. so it wasn't like oh this is like you know like I'm listening to like white Christian rock he was right. like a black guy who had like the big vocals and would have like the cool choir and like dope lyrics but it was like people would like dance on stage and like mosh and like had like really wow. cool like electric guitars like it felt like very fun and inventive and like cool gospel music so I, would, I remember like switching out and be like no no it wasn't I don't know why you heard guitar music I yeah you're like I wasn't listening to Paramore no what way. no Fallout Boy and we're like fall in God fall in God exactly <laughs> I do love Fallout Boy we won't um so we're like we're doing well in high school. We're doing wearing right. jeans. We're we're not dating. No, we're not dating. Um, there was a boy. I think like the summer of my junior or like my senior year, 
he was like the year he was the year above mm. and we would we would have we would have little kisses oh really we would have small little kisses but then there was no there was no relation there was no romance there was no relationship he was in the b-boy club it was too there and there was a, and there was obviously a breakdancing club at my high school there sh- as there should be i mean you should know that i did uh when i was i think maybe in seventh grade, go to a summer camp intensive to learn breakdancing. I could do. I we I felt like I was a little B-boy club groupie. Yeah. And there was only one girl who danced, really. And then the rest of us would just like hang out. And then she was like, you need to learn how to breakdance. So I can still top rock. I remember I was really good at top rocking. There we go. And then I knew how to do a six step, but I don't really know. I think all that I can do now is freeze on the side of my face. <laughs> Like that's upside cool. down. That's great. <laughs> that's awesome. But it just takes like all of your physical strength. Yeah. It yeah. Takes, it, I will snap my wrist if I were to probably <laughs> attempt to do it. So, did you guys have like dances? Like were you guys grinding? Um, we you- did not have dances at our school. We had one dance like I think eighth grade because like the children were like we will revolt if we don't have a dance. And then they were like we're not doing this again. I don't remember what the occasion was for the dance. I just remember there was one. Just one. And then prom. Junior and senior prom. So I want to talk about prom. Well, absolutely. And then we're going to get into your high school story. Mm-hmm. But I do have to know. Yes. Was your prom. Because it sounds like our high schools in many ways were similar. Mm. Like I also went to like a very academically intense like yeah. school where our sports teams were for the most part bad. Yeah. We didn't Vanity even, sports. Yeah. Like we didn't even have a football team Incredible. at my school. We didn't need one. We really didn't need one. We also didn't have dances. Like we didn't have like formals no. or anything like no, that. No, no, no. Um, but prom. Because mm. when you were telling me about your outfit. Which we didn't even get, with, and then the big vest would be over the little card. Well, no, the vest was a previous year. Vest okay. and graphic tee was a previous year, and I did have a phase where I was wearing little newsboy caps, and that's good <laughs> for every artist. And that's and I obviously had my newsboy cap phase, and my friends one year they all got me a different hat from like Aldo, and I was like. Best friends I ever had. That's gorgeous. Are you still friends with them? Are you still friends with high school friends? I am still friends with high school friends. That's good. Not a ton, but um, yeah, they're some of my closest friends. So, wait, I need to complete the outfit. But in in senior year, we're in skinny jeans. We're in vans. We're we're in a a cardigan. We're in a cardigan from H&M. Yeah, from H&M. I'm just getting And a jacket that I got from, oh, I got a jacket from Super Dry when I went to visit colleges in New York. And I came back and I was like, oh, y'all didn't hear about Super Dry? Yep. Oh, y'all didn't, oh, y'all didn't know about Muji? Yeah. There's pretty much a Muji store. Yeah. So I came back with, so we're, I mean, winter in Boston, naturally. So you came back with, as the kids say. The Super Dry jacket. The drip. A Carhartt beanie mm-hmm. that I got from my cousin who actually was, say it, a construction worker. And there he said, go. don't take my hat. I need it for, say it, construction outside <laughs> in the winter. But I took the hat. But I took the hat. By the way, my hair straightens to a crisp, absolutely, and split. I dyed <laughs> the back of my hair blonde. Okay, like, I feel like you were, like, pop punk girl. I had, I had, 
it was like I had my little ways of expressing you myself. You were alternative girl. I was trying. I was trying. Oh, and can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously the blonde flew out. Because <laughs> flew out. Fell flew out. out. Flew out. Obviously the blonde flew <laughs> out of my flew head. Flew out of my head because I was straightening my hair so much. Sure. And when you're black, you go to the salon, you go like every two, three weeks. So I was not deep conditioning my hair every day. My freshly dyed blonde bleached hair like I should have been. So it was turning into a chip, and as I didn't, we like to say. <laughs> Unless you needed to tone it also. Yes. I didn't know because the woman who dyed my hair was this Cape Verdean woman who was like, when you dye your hair, when you dye your hair blonde, that means you dye your hair orange. Nobody was toning. I was like, I need to get platinum. Nobody taught me about the purple shampoo. No, you had a Dorito coming out of the back of your head. So the Dorito fell out. And I had these little wisps in the back that took about three years to fully grow out. Sure. Yeah. Oh, we can have a whole other, we can do a whole other podcast about blonde breakage. I mean, just about, that was the look. The look was breakage. If you, but, you know, yes. for the platinum blonde listeners out there. Hello. We've all, I stand with you. We've all experienced. I see you, I hear you, I stand with you. You are seen, you are heard, you are valid, you are loved. And you know, it kind of all does become, it doesn't matter if you had the most gorgeous hair before, it doesn't matter if you, what the texture of your hair was before. Platinum blonde hair kind of just levels all of yeah. us out. It, it's, a, it's the great equalizer. <laughs> damages everyone. No one is safe. And in high school, yeah. you know, I was, I had jet black hair in high I, school. I've seen the pics. Which is also very bad mm-hmm. for your hair too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a time for self-discovery and exploration. Yes, of course. And I think it's important that all the alternative uh, kids in high school, whether you dyed a section of your hair platinum blonde and it fell out, it was important to go through that. Yes. So now we're at prom. So now we're at prom. Okay, so I got my dress. So me and my friends, we were trying to do our little fashion thing. Yeah. We, we were. And I had a friend who was an intern at Karma Loop, mm-hmm. which I remember Karma Loop. Huge. Put Boston.com. Put Boston on the fashion mat. Also, um, put that was kind of for me like the place that I first started really discovering like streetwear. Yes, and you pick like brands and stuff. Yeah, and I was like finding out brands, and so um, you know, would save up the about three cents that I was making <laughs> under the table from the Korean laundromat. And sometimes babysitting. And sometimes picking up ships at JP Licks. If you ever been to Ice Cream, iconic. Iconic ice cream of Boston. It sounds good. And listen, so my friend got a really cool dress from Karma Loop, and then I was like, "Well, if you got a dress from Karma Loop, I can't get a dress from Karma Loop. Mm-hmm. I want to get a dress from Karma Loop, right?" And so then, Topshop had like just opened in Boston or something, mm-hmm. and so I got a dress from Topshop. Okay, got my hair straightened. The previous year, I gotten it straightened and it was humid. And oh I was, no! And so, and I was like, "Well, I'll just blow dry it more," and it only made it fluffier. Mm. Nightmare. And I also waxed my eyebrows the night before. Then absolutely bumpy, bumpy, bumpy. No. So I learned from my mistake. We waxed. The week before, they were really thin. Okay. They were really thin. And like my eyebrows are like, they're, they're a whole, they're, they're, a, I don't know. They're like a project. I've found, I've made my you piece. You have good with eyebrows. Them. I've made my piece with them because I found out what 
I you can have to do. do. But at the time, I was like, well, let's just level it out to what the thinnest yeah. point of my eyebrow is. Let's just take it off. Let's just take it all off. Yeah. Let's just take off the entire front half. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that because that needs what needs to be done. So I was in my little lace Topshop dress, had the hair curled. Love. Figured out the makeup. Went Love. to prom with my friend, Kai. Love Kai. Was a break dancer. Okay, on the B-boy team. Junior and senior year platonically. Love. Don't know what he's up to now, but... A shout out to but shout out to shout him out to Kai because he, he did the Lord's work and we took our photos together. That's good. Were you guys matching? I think so. Was there a theme? I think it was like he just wore a regular suit, I wore tan, and then we matched with the corsage. Okay, cute. I like that. We matched with the corsage. <laughs> I dole out my wrist. Yep. The flower. Um, the flower match. The flower match. Keep it subtle. Mm-hmm. Keep it low. And then our prom was at a hotel. This like hotel in downtown Boston, and it was like quite sterile um we didn't vote for prom king or queen the teachers what would pick, and they would also pick a prom court and that was something that i actually talked about recently with a friend from high school where i was like this is weird right so wait your Correct. teachers got to pick yes who the prom king and queen were but that seems so like antithetical to like so they did it and they would pick a court and they didn't I think so that they would be like the kids wouldn't be destroyed by popularity but by who they picked it was clear that they had a handle on students popularity and like who was liked and who was sort of liked ironically and who was like actually cool and who was like too cool to be picked this feels very new new version gossip girl to me it does doesn't it yeah because it's kind of like I wonder letting about my school letting the teachers pick it's like weird. is very weird because weird. the whole thing is like about you know I don't I, I would imagine if I were you I would be like well I don't really give a fuck if my algebra teacher thinks that I should be prom queen but I was on prom court though you know what I'm saying <laughs> but I was on prom court so, so you I made prom court I did make prom court what does that entail? Nothing. I was very, just like, I also remember being like so uncomfortable. I remember being like, you're just like a lady of the court, basically. And I remember being like, oh, this is kind of embarrassing. What did you have to do? You got up, you got a rose, and then you stood on the prom court, and then there was like a picture. And who was prom king and queen? Uh, senior year, it was this uh, girl who was on the basketball team. It was like sort of like class clowny I believe mm. like if I'm remembering correctly um now um I think is both like in grad school and like a DJ or like law school and a DJ and we love a twofer it's listen <laughs> someone's got to do it someone's got to do it someone has to be a litigator um, and also yes. a party DJ formerly like used to sort of have a drinking problem got kicked off of the basketball team was a very talented basketball player got kicked off the basketball team because they would bring vodka to school in their basketball team water bottle oh no truly well then recovered made a comeback bounced back got the grades up Everybody loved everybody loved them. So they were prom queen. And then this um uh boy who was kept back for a year. Mm. Um and then like also um did a bounce back. The people loved him. Wow, really like come back. Kind of a joker. Yeah. Also was prom, was was prom king. And it was like a very funny visual matchup because it's like fairly um, like more like tomboyish right. girl who then started doing you know like started like straightening her hair sure. I think by senior year and everybody was like 
okay, if that's the look, absolutely, we support you. Mm-hmm. So like she was prom queen and then this like big black dude who also had a rap career on the side um, and a lisp um, was the prom king. And it was like, this doesn't make any sense, but we love it. But it, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Perfect I, sense. I love... Because this is something that's very specific to high school. Mm. When someone... Because we're around these people. Yes. All the time. All the time. And we're like growing all the time. And they're really our worlds. It's not like work. Where like when you go into an office. Right. You have a full other world. Yeah. Outside of your work. No. There's like. There's a lot of things where I'm just like. People. There are people who are just out here. Now in the yeah. world. Who like know very. <laughs> very weird. Things. Fairly intimate things about me. Just because of the amount of time that we've. Spent together. But I love the experience in high school when someone changes their look, when Mm -hmm. someone like when you see someone suddenly become hot or when when I showed up. Well, I remember once I remember two things. One, when I got my boobs, Mm, I was I was literally just about to say the one time in your life where people get to see you go from no boobs to boobs. Yes. And we always talk because we're listen, the chest, the chest was bigger Mm -hmm. than for my body Mm -hmm. at the time, especially I was rock. I was rocking to see like, I mean, overnight. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I did used to pray to God for boobs. And then I, Remember praying and being like, "Stop!" Yeah, no, stop, stop, they stop. can stop growing stop. now. I wanted to stop at a B. Stop, mm-hmm. and they kept going. They kept growing, but my friend David, I remember he was like, "You got boobs!" Like he literally, like yeah. out loud, was like, "You got boobs!" And those first boobs, yeah, they're awful. They're horrible. They're like at your collarbone. <laughs> so they're sore. like they like, literally hurting. They're taut. <laughs> like. They're all hard as little rock. Hard as rock. Awful little nasty thing. They're like eating your chin. Hurting me. Yeah. Busting out of my Aeropostale polo. Absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. That's another thing because I too had yeah. huge boobs. I got, yeah. a br- I got a breast reduction when I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. They were so big. They were so big. And the prep look. Is not no, suited. It's not meant for, for that. big-breasted people. No, like a you a, a mono boob in underneath so a polo so shirt. Sick. Because you know, of course, like the women's fitted polo shirt. It's like tapered and all yeah. this shit. It's like no one wants that. I just want to wear like a boys' polo shirt because, like, it it the mono boob culture. Preppy looks do not look good on big tits. I'm sorry. And I love a preppy look, but all of the preppy looks that I wear now. My tiny little cardigan's busting open. Ripping. Spaces ripping. Absolutely. That that one button. That the, the exact one the button. button you look down and it's at an angle so taut hanging on so for dear life ready to miserable hanging on miserable for dear experience. life so I remember that and then I remember um, one year I convinced my mom I was like I I was like my sneakers are bad and what mm. will change my life and my social standing is if I have good sneakers so she was like well you've saved money and like this is the amount of money that is like the cap for back to school clothes for the year. Yeah. So you put that together, you can buy yourself a pair of nice sneakers. And so I'll, instead of buying new clothes for the year, I I bought or I bought one cardigan, one graphic tee, mm-hmm. um, and then a pair of re- like a pair of like really nice Nikes that were like really cool. Love. But they were 
black and pink and, and white. And so they only went with this one cardigan I got and this one graphic tee. I didn't, I hadn't yet learned the art of doing the off match. It was like, right. I felt also at the time, the trend was very like, you match. The, yeah, the trend, now we're in a power clashing moment mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. people like can really wear whatever, whatever. they want. In the in that like, tw- in that early aughts. Yes. Is that what it would be? The it was 2010s? Like, yeah, early early 10s. Early 10s. Late the aughts, aughts early 10s. Yeah, late aughts, early 10s. You it matched. was very match. You match. It was your shoes match. And you match. knew what trend went with what yeah. too. Yeah. Where it's like, if we're doing boho chic, we're doing boho chic. Yeah. And you are boho girl. And that's it. Get your little feathers. <laughs> get, get that long, open, woven, like, sort of shrug coat. Yes. Get your little ankle boots brown with the tassels. Remember when people brown would wear. with the tassels. Talk about things that are not okay to be wearing anymore do you remember when people wore um what were those moccasin shoes called Um, that brand yes 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 oh my god um um wait it was like no those shoes yes Yes. with the skinny jean yes (laughs) with the skinny jean they were brown and they had like it was like loafer meets moccasin What were they called? Oh my god, I have to look it up. Please. Minnetonka. <laughs> the Minnetonka. Right? Yes. Is that right? It must be. Wait. Hold on. Fact checking really quickly. And also Minnetonka. Yep. Minnetonka moccasins. Wow. This was a moment. Dude. And you probably still saw these at NYU. Absolutely. They were, oh, oh my God, the, the the look of Boston, like those or a boat shoe. Absolutely. With like skinny jeans or if you're a boy, a sneaker. It's uh, just. Or a short rather, a cargo short. And then like a long puffer jacket. And also like North Face was cool. And I remember then like going to New York and people being like North Face. That's like so like. But now it's come back. I know, but it's just like interesting like regionally stuff where it's like, you're like, this is cool. Oh. Oh, sure. You go someplace else and it's like... Vineyard Vines was probably cool in Boston. Uh, Or corny. A little corny, I think, for where I was. I bet if you were like, like maybe went to more of like a prep school or a private school or like um, more like... KP, maybe it was cool, but it but actually it was, was never cool for me. Like I was in DC, which also is very falls in line with yes. the same there kind were of style. Living your vines look, and you would be like, "Where do you think we are?" Yeah, like genuinely, where do we think? Yeah, where do you think They're you like, are at? The right yacht now? club in it's Cape like, Cod. Yeah, it's like you're dressing like a racist. Like it, there were enough kids of color yeah. in school. It was just like you don't look good. No, it looks scary. You look insane. Yes, you look nuts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. 
Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Now is the time where I want to ask you about an iconic high school story that I know you have in store for me. Sure. But before we get there, I do just want to quickly yes. fact check me. Yeah. 2013 was not the year of Lemonade. It was the year of Beyonce. Thank you. And that was the year that she came out with that album that you had to watch on iTunes. Do you remember that? That's not Lemonade. That's no, Beyonce. that's Beyonce. That's just Beyonce. That's just and Beyonce. And I just want to say that I feel really scared that I agreed. The details of the story are true. Freshman year, my roommate, who was a music business major, said, stay up. Yes, stay up. And, and because, because I was going to say, 2013, I did not know Anna Fabrega. That was... What I went to. Wow. And then I was So your like, memory was wrong. So my memory was wrong. So but I did watch Lemonade with Anna Fabrega. That that story that I mean, all the stories were true. I the timeline. So. The timeline was I just off. Get into it. I just want to say I just hope so. <laughs> I just want to say for all the listeners out there that are like, bitch, no. Bitch, you're a liar. It's twenty thirteen was the year of Beyonce. Mm. Was the year that we um, you know, got to watch Partition. Yep. And and Joan Smalls in the flawless absolutely, video. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, just wanted to just wanted to back just when quickly, Victoria Secrets Fashion Show. I was watching that shit. Just wanted to quickly sort of say I'm sorry. That's all right. And now we're moving on. Forgive you. Now, Io, yes. please do indulge me with a story that you have for me from high school. I mean like what would you like the story to and I can tell you about I'll tell you about this. If there's a story, you know what I always I've, say? Oh my god, it, but tell me. What do you say? Any story that you that you well you had it because you said let me tell you about this. Yeah. I always feel like whatever it is in your mind, like the first thing that pops to your mind where you're either like this is so quintessential high school yep. or yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, my senior year, I kind of like started getting like burnt out basically like I was just so ready to go to college and was working so hard for that like the whole time that I feel like I just really really got burnt out and like we had to do these things like volunteer hours and I like found a loophole where I just volunteered in the office of like a like a disciplinary teacher and he just was like never in the office because he was like actually doing his job (laughs) and so I would like order pizza to the office and like take pictures and put them on Instagram and be like pizza again people would be like what the fuck are you doing you had Instagram I had Instagram I had Instagram in high school last last year I had Instagram um and yes, and I had like Facebook and my cousins in college were like, Facebook is dead because now high school is on it. And I was like, it's awesome. I'm playing Farm Bill. Fuck you. Um, but um, I was like getting really burnt down. And uh, I found out like this other loophole where like if you were late to school, we had tardy detention where you had to basically then come in like extra early the next morning. But the... Uh, time range for being tardy like started as soon as like school started which was like 7 45 or 7 classic 745 or something yeah. cruel something cruel where it's like you're being mean to parents as well so you can't you physically cannot learn 
at that hour. Like, I remember, like, I used to have to wake up some days at, like, 5.45. Absolutely. And I'm like, why am I up before the sun is out? Everybody grow up. Um, you want us out the streets that badly? You want kids out, out the streets that badly? We're just going to leave at 2. Yeah. We're just going to leave at 2. Whole day is ahead of you at 2 p.m. So sick. But, um... So I found out that basically it's like it started that early, but then that it, it lasted until the end of basically you could like miss two classes or something. You had to come in by 1030 and then you would be marked absent. And so I was like, well, I'm just gonna come to school at 1030. And this is like when my parent like when I started taking myself to school. And this at this point, you had already gotten into college. Uh, Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, there's nothing to like people hit that point when they're like, there's nothing left for me to do. Here. Yeah. So I'm just going to go late and I would like go to IHOP every morning. But then um, I, I so I was like high off of these feelings of like being like, I can do whatever. I yeah. Want. Freedom. I'm free. I'm free. I'm 17 years old and I'm free. And so uh, a lot of my friends in high school were like Asian and uh, they were all like, we're just going to take off for Chinese New Year and like nobody can do anything because we're Asian. And I was like, all right, me too. <laughs> so okay. everyone was like, we're all going to skip school for Chinese New Year. And I was like, all right, dope. I'm in um, and like get dim sum or whatever. Um, and so me I go yeah I'll skip school for Chinese New Year they can't do anything about it and my friend was like well last year when the seniors did it they um they like started doing this like automated call thing and I was like nah nah they will not it's fine, 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 fine. no don't worry I don't, I don't worry about it and so we all got to school met up at school and then we left and then we went and like we got dim sum we were balling out went to Chinatown getting bubble tea whatever yes. and I get a text from my dad at like 11 that's like are you in school and I'm like what and I he's love like, that this is at 11 a.m. <laughs> you guys like left you guys left around got to school at 7 <laughs> yeah. in the morning yeah left popping off getting dim sum breakfast <laughs> yeah. bubble tea lunch. I don't know what we're doing we have nothing to do um and we all have like 20 bucks each we're behaving insanely yes and um my dad's like are you in school i'm like yeah why and he's like are you sure and i'm like yeah and he's like because i got a message from the school that said that you weren't in school. And in my head, I'm like, no, 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 that's not how it's supposed to work. They're just supposed to call the home phone. Right. And I was going to go home, delete it. I had a whole plan, not the cell. Um, And he's like, yeah, well, I got a call. It says you're not in school. That's weird. And I'm like, haha, yeah, that's weird. And he's like, well, good thing I'm going on my lunch break soon. So I'll just drive by and see you. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'll just drive by. You'll be at school, right? And I was like, yeah, I'll be at school. God. So I like am about to throw up. Also, we're in Chinatown at the time. My dad works at a government building that is like in Chinatown. No. <laughs> so I'm like, what's the fastest way? And I think this is like even like pre like Google Maps fastest route. Mm-hmm. As, like, we have to like use our brains. You're you're logging on to MapQuest, and in I'm your like, brain. am I gonna beat my dad on the train or the bus? Right. And we all are like, bus. So me and my best friend, we hop on the bus, and I'm like crying on the bus. I'm sure. like crying on the bus, and also my crush, 
b-boy club hottie hot hottie got into harvard no he's like so wait so you couldn't skip school you know it's like it's bad yeah i'm bad and i'm like yes i could yes i could and he's like okay well let's just see what happens this will be funny and so we're all getting on the bus and like we're driving so slow traffic is so insane and we're like driving to school i'm like miserable and then like we're getting closer to school i'm like i can do it i can get here before 12 i can beat my dad i can pretend i'm in school all day yeah even if i get marked absent like I'll just I'll just say it was a mistake or something, and the gaslight bus, all your teachers. The, yeah, lie to everybody. Why <laughs> to everybody? Um, every adult figure in my life. Yeah. And the bus pulls up, and I'm like looking in the parking lot, and I like don't see anything, and I'm like, we're good, we're good. And I get out the bus, and there's like another bus in front, and that bus pulls out, and I see my dad's car, and I see my dad like standing in front no. of my car, just like watching me get off of the bus. And just when I thought, and just when I thought, I got away with it. And then my dad like carted me off, and he like, and I just like looked behind and like, there is my crush, and he was like, loser. Oh my god! Did you get in trouble? Yeah. Did you get? I think I just got yelled at. Yeah, yeah. My parents didn't really do like groundings. Yeah, like all the stuff that was like you can't do X Y Z is like I didn't really. I wasn't like allowed to do stuff anyway. Right. I was going to be like, like, yeah, like when you're raised religious, it's almost like, okay, what more can you yeah. take away from me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Away every single possible freedom. Yeah. Um, and I was so good at punishing myself anyway. Sure. I think my parents like knew that where they were just like, well, guess what? We're disappointed, idiot. And I'd they be were like, like your no! own personal <laughs> hell will be worse than any punishment we can put on to you. Well, guess what? You did a sin, and so you might go to hell if you die tonight. I, I feel that I'm very, like, aligned with that. You know, my parents, I was not a good student, though, yeah. um, even though I do think I could have been, but, like, whenever I would get notices sent home mm. about getting like a C on something I would always intercept the mail and like I just remember being so grateful that they didn't have my parents email addresses and that I could intercept all of these of things that I knew would you know get me in trouble or something yes. and that feeling of parents my parents my mom specifically being like I'm disappointed in you that put me in my own personal hell way more than her being like... You're grounded or whatever. Yeah, because also, like, I never really got grounded because I also think my mom didn't want me in the house all the time. (laughs) She was also just like, I'm disappointed with you and I know that you'll torture yourself, but I also don't want you to stay here. I remember once I did something. I think I, like, went to a party or... And I, like, didn't text them back or something. And they were also probably, I feel like they were starting to get freaked out because I was so together that like any sign of rebellion, they were like, she's doing crack cocaine. Sure. She must be doing crack cocaine. Yeah. Even though the reality was I was still so tightly wound when I went out, like I wasn't even really drinking. Right. Like I smoked weed once and I was like, I hate this. Right. I actually don't think this is fun. Um, Like I was like, and little did I know. Um, But (laughs) I think I was so tightly wound. But once my mom grounded me and I remember being like so what does that entail and she was like well you're gonna stay in your room yeah the place that in our lovely little we're like a pretty quiet 
family anyway and truly like on my own like I would and just you're go an to, only mm-hmm. so, so it's like so I the room that I would go to anyway and even being if quietly that, that anyway even if I weren't grounded she's like yes yeah that room yeah and I'm like okay and then what I can't use the computer but you know that I enjoy reading so what am I gonna do not read a book yeah so you're gonna let me well that actually I always think that that's interesting now. I was mm. like talking to someone whose kids love to read and yeah, they like, yeah, love yeah. to do all these things. And it, it is really hard yes. to punish like yeah. kids that like books. Yeah, because yeah, obviously yeah. you want your kid to read. So it is kind of like, no Kindle. Like, what are you right. going to do? Like, you'll just have to watch TV. Right. Like, <laughs> You're like, I'm making your kids stupider. I know. As a punishment. It's crazy. It's really funny. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, I'm I think I hear someone knocking. What? Oh. It's the guidance counselor. Bitch. Looks like we're here in their school guidance counselor's office where Oh my god. School guidance counselor, aka me, yeah. is here to help you yeah. resolve any pre-existing high school trauma. Or if you feel that you have traumatized someone, you can also apologize. And this this segment, you know, we can be as crazy as fully call someone. Wow. We could be as tame as just saying it out loud and releasing it from you. Wow. This is kind of just a section where we get to rewrite any past doing that has haunted you to That's this point. Very beautiful. It is. Um, I and I did sort of mention a past haunting. Yes. Um, but. I, another and a separate pass haunting by my guidance counselor. Yeah. Shady little two-faced. Honestly, we, I will need to know the name once we're not recording. Obviously, once we're not recording, I'll give you, I'll give you the whole, I'll give you everything you need to know. Real school guidance counselors are hard because you really do confide so much in them because if you weren't in therapy in high school, you're kind of like, oh, I guess I'll fully just utilize you as my therapist. Yeah. Well, she sent me to therapy once. Okay. She was like, you need a therapist. You keep talking to me too much and you're not going to get into college. And I went to the therapist and I was like, this lady stinks. Yeah. And then I left. Um, There was one guidance counselor at my school whose name I will say because he ruled recently. And he passed away. But his name was Mr. Montague. His name was Jim Montague. And many children at my horrible, stupid little high school were like, he saved our lives. Like, he wouldn't even be your guidance counselor and you could just go to him and talk to him about anything. I love that. And he was like really there to listen and to be good. Yeah. And he actually was like so good at his job and was like a really good person. I love that. And a legend. Um, If I traumatize anybody at my high school, I'll just apologize anyway. I I know know you didn't. I already know you didn't. I could have. Once this girl... Whose name I want to say that I won't say. She was like, she was like, you bullied me. And I was like, what? Speak I was like, out. I didn't bully you. I was being bullied. How could I bully you? If I right. was being I bullied was, at the I time. I was the one that and was. And she was like, well, I was quiet and you would always talk to me. You'd always like make me talk to you. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, I just wanted to be left alone. And I was like, you know what? My bad. My bad, girl. Okay. I apologize. That is wild, though, because I feel like 
people always want to be talked to. Yeah. She was like, you were bullying me. And I was like, no, genuinely, I was so alone. I just was trying to talk to you. And she was like, oh, I thought wow, you were making fun of me. And I was like, no. no. I was lonely and a freak. Oh, my God. OK, yeah. so we apologize for wanting to talk to someone. And oh, wait, I got it. I know the one. What? So our senior year, we had this newspaper, like a senior edition of our school newspaper would get released. Anyway, like a senior gazette. Exactly. Okay. And it would have, um, you know, like op-eds by the seniors and mm-hmm. like pieces and pictures only by the seniors. And then it would have these prompts that were like legendary. And every year people would fill them out like best class, worst class, greatest teacher. Sure. Um, like all of the things like superlatives. Things, things I school. wish I knew when I was a sexy, um, which is like a seventh grader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, then there was also these ones that were like things I'm glad I did and things I'm glad I didn't do. And under things I'm glad I didn't do, somebody put my name. <gasps> and it was one of the saddest things that I had like ever experienced. That's why I thought I was ugly. Um, that is so fucked up. And and they, people would just, they would just publish them like, like, so you have no idea who that was? No, I have no idea who did it. Do you have an inkling? My name was there like was? Well, I think my name was there like twice, and that was why, which means that two separate people. Oh no! Put had put you down my name under, and I th- I'm like pretty sure. And I think it was one guy was like this guy that I knew who was like kind of in a friend group, but he was always really like not very nice. To me, um, Asian like Asian guy who said the N word sort of vibes. So and listen, and we were in Boston in the late in the late tens. There were and there even now today there are people of color who are not black people who say the N word and also not even people of color. Um, so that was sort of what we were dealing with. These were the times. But I think one of them was him, and then the other I don't really know. And maybe it was another person that friend group or something else um i haven't telling you joke lately about people in that friend group who have apologized to me they have yes for um like saying the n-word and like things like making like jokes because it was like um like the group was like mixed like you know different races and stuff and it was like things that were like haha this is okay to say and um, and you've had people that have apologized yeah and And i just haven't responded have you when you get, those, I think it's funnier to not respond and to leave them in a state of dread. Well, yeah. Well, they're obviously torturing themselves. Yeah, and that's enough. And that that I mean, I I applaud you. Thank you. Um, I was going to say like I've never received any apologies for like you know yeah. things that I do think some people should apologize for, yeah. and it's rare to receive apologies. Obviously, I, think, I mean like. The real answer is I think because like the big mouth stuff happened around the time of like all the Black Lives Matters protests. Sure. So I think people were like, oh, no, she'll remember. Yeah. But then also people apologize for things where I was like, I don't even remember this. And the fact that you remember this is like scary. I mean, some people really it's like memories serve us so differently. Yes. Um, okay, so we're feeling like we really don't have much to work out in guidance. I think counselor. I kind of all worked it out. I think we did work it out. I think that you're, I think that the people that wrote your name in that, that section, um, have you like, do you think about the person that you think it was often? No, not really. But I do, I've, I also like, 
I feel like I'm such a different person and I'm so much more confident in myself yeah. than I was then. back then. That you just mean. Wow. Literally mean. Me talking about my confidence, I get silenced by Alexa. Oh my God. That That is crazy. That was my, um, <laughs> that was my like security system. That is mean. I don't even know what she's doing up there. Why did she say silence? Well, look. That's scary. I'm happy that you feel that you have worked out everything mm. that you needed to work out. <laughs> and that you're feeling good about yourself. And yes. that you're feeling more confident now. Because sometimes we have the reverse thing. For me, sometimes I'm like, God, I was so confident in high school. <laughs> and who am I now? Like, sometimes, you know, it's like... It's always better to be on the opposite side of that. For sure. For sure. I, there's obviously still little things. And even things that I'm still discovering. About today. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And about me then. I know. That precious, that precious girl. Poor, poor her. And what, and if you could yes. give ad, any advice to your yeah. high school self, yes. what would it be? I would just be like, don't worry, kid. It'll be over. <laughs> It'll yeah. be over. Um... And like be nicer to yourself and actually do maybe do your eyebrows before your senior photo, even if they look a little crazy, <laughs> just maybe do them. It's okay to do your eyebrows. It's okay <laughs> to do them. And like when somebody offers you the chance to like learn how to do your hair, maybe take it, maybe take it because then you won't be straightening and burning your hair to a crisp. And then when you're in your mid-20s, you won't be like, how do I do my hair? Mm. And you don't have to learn as an adult. You can learn as a child. Mm -hmm. Also, absolutely, it's not too late to learn how to play the guitar. I wish I learned how to play the guitar. I was too embarrassed. Mm. As a high schooler, yeah. I was like, it's too late. I fully understand that, though. So also learn how to play the guitar. Your timeline of your life from zero to 18 it feels like a whole other life yes so when you are in high school there is kind of the feeling of well i'm at the end of my life yes <laughs> why am i gonna learn how, <laughs> to, learn high how to play the guitar idiot <laughs> yeah i'm at the end of my life i'm so old i'm the oldest person i'm, ever su- I'm in my sunset years of my life <laughs> i got so much shit to do in college i'm not gonna want yeah. to play the guitar exactly um what was your senior quote my senior quote was Live Every Day Like It's Shark Week by Tracy Morgan. Okay, we rock. love. 30 Rock. We love. Um, 30 Rock also iconically ended in 2013. Yes. Big show for me. Um, favorite teacher? Favorite teacher, Ty. Between Miss Learn, my math teacher, I hated math, but she was just such a good teacher. I thought she was just so dope love and sometimes we we would still hang out sometimes after college and i told her when i head to boston next we're gonna get dim sum again oh great because i would get dim sum with her and i love her that family. um and when i was in college sometimes i would babysit her kid i love that she's a legend and miss nabafelt who um she had a baby and she had to and her dog didn't like babies and so she gave me her dog and my family's dog Fergus R.I.P. a king oh my god that was her dog wow I love that Latin teacher um and finally you know what we all want to know what was your senior superlative I did not win anything (gasps) I and isn't it shocking and 
isn't that a mistake yes, by those is. idiots to not yes, go for your um, I did not win class clown because I don't actually think I was very funny in like class. Right. I did improv, but I wasn't really like Well, there, there was no way you were funny in class because you were such an intense student. I, you probably <laughs> took it way too seriously. Absolutely. And I and I once famously had a panic attack during a history test. Sure. And I didn't know what a panic attack was. And my history teacher. You're like, you're suddenly like, I can't breathe. My Dr. Foreman was hot. like, you're having a panic attack. Yeah. And this kid was like, she's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we all gotta know, what's your senior superlative? Okay, so I did not have one. I did not win one. I did not win one. Um, rude. Rude. Mistake. Um, but I was a nominee. Okay. For... Um, cutest couple that never was with the co-president, the co-captain of the improv troupe that I was also co-captain of. Um, we got, we, we were nominees for cutest couple that never was. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me today <laughs> on Senior Superlatives. I'm so glad Where can everyone uh, listen to you and see you and watch you and find um, you? I've got Instagram. Yes. I've got uh, Twitter. Yes. It's at Iowa Debris. There we go. Um, uh, uh, Big Mouse Season yes. 5 is coming out November yes. 5th. Um, Very exciting. This podcast will be out by then. Well, please tune in. Tune the fuck in. Please tune in. Um, okay. Well, you know, as I always say on Senior Superlatives, please like and Oof. subscribe yeah. and leave me, give me five stars. Five stars comment. We only take nice comments on the pod. Five, oh, that's what I meant. Because I, I always remind people this is a free service. Five stars compliment. Yeah, five stars compliment. That's it. Don't give me, I don't need one star. No. 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 Five. Five. And, you know, as like always, <laughs> as always, um, Stay cool, never change, Oy. and I'll uh, I'll see you next week. Bye, bye. That was a headgum podcast.